0: To another episode of the Jurassic Pod. It's your boy Ja.
1: It's your boy Ebby, and it is the weekly wrap up. Uh, a, a lot has happened this week, so before we get to the Raptors, uh, one special shout out uh, I want to talk about is Ja Morant. hold they're out for the for the rest of the season. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Ja? How Do you think the Memphis Grizzlies can recover from this loss?
0: It's yeah. <laughs> It's looking it's looking bad, man. It's looking bad. I know um Marcus Smart um is still on that team, so like they're definitely gonna try to um rely on him and Desmond Bean and uh Jared Jackson. To... It's funny it's funny you mentioned those two. Those two are out with injury right now. I don't know how long. I doubt it's too long, but Yeah, Marcus Smart actually. Um he is out right now with an injury it's he's getting an really? mri he's got an mri in his right finger has an injury again yeah so unfortunately he's um he's been out for the last two games so he yeah he's he's been a like a good piece for that team defensively and offensively but now that he's out it's it's hurt the team a lot so now I don't know how they're gonna try to figure out what they can do because it's it's kind of looking like they're gonna have to wait till next year to to really get back and like stir things up in the Western Conference because it, it sucks. They're just going through it this year. They really are. They already started off bad, and now it's not even like they got to <clears throat> end, not even like they got to end off things bad. Like it ended before it even could really start. Start. Oh, um, it's yeah, it's it hurts, man. I'm really sad. I was expecting a lot too from from the Grizzlies this year, but I've been saying this to you like I think two years ago or something. Like, honestly, their time's coming. I'd say give it like three years, two and a half years, and it'll be their time.
1: I think they got
0: fucked. like it's they did, they did 100%. I agree with that.
1: Yeah, like injuries you can't help, like that's gonna happen and shit like that. But yeah, it's also help. like timing and this and that, yada, yada. Like, John Moran's missed, I don't know how many how many games, right? Yeah, have, these, have you seen how they handle, like, you know what I mean, like situations like as of late in the NBA and shit like that? And to think that, I understand what happened last year. Like, the the initial Instagram live shit was stupid. Like, we, we can all admit yeah. that. I'm sure he would admit that too. But that video, that IG video that came out, this and that yada, yada, it's the same action. We can't determine the date, all of these things. And he, his punishment, to me, seemed very extreme. Considering, the, you know what I mean? Like we, I'm going to continue using Draymond as this example because like what, else, what else does his career have to serve outside of this type of shit? Like it's, like it, it doesn't make any sense. Like it's, we, we see like how that is treated. And if it's an image concern and like it makes the NBA look bad or you don't want this in the NBA, well, like what does violence against players mean? Like he is practicing, like he's practicing his rights. Like he's allowed to do that shit if he's a regular citizen. So it's like I, I understand NBA images and that yada yada. But I, I'm slowly starting to like get confused by what that means for the NBA. You know what I mean? And when you like, yo, he's box office. Like this nigga is one of the faces of the league. He is one of the best players that we have in the league. He, he's exciting to watch like Kyrie level of excitement. Like Kyrie has one of the purest games. This guy has one of the rock games that you'll ever see. Like from like a young guy, especially when it comes to athletic ability, able to finish around the rim. Um, even like his shot making has has gotten better over the years and shit like that too. Like he is he's one of those guys. And to be punished like that, when a
2: nigga who ain't fit gets punished the way he just did. Like, things don't make any sense. Like, none at all. You know what I mean? Like, you guys say indefinitely, and then, like, this nigga comes back
1: in, like, a few weeks. Like, that don't know. Oh, like, no, like, no, that's what kind of threw me off. Like, whoa. Wait, yeah, it yeah, don't make Man. no deep sense. And, like, look at the Grizzlies now. Like, they, they're they getting, like, yeah, like, John Moran should be accountable for his actions and yada, yada. But, like, to what extent? Because mm. now the entire franchise is, like, suffering because, like, now he comes back. Like, after a couple of weeks, gets injured. Out for the rest of the season. And then, like, you have all these other injuries, like, trickling in with the other players on the team and shit like that. Like, this franchise got, they got fucked royally by the league. You know what I mean? So, it's like, I don't know. Golden State Warriors, like, I don't, I don't know what type of horseshoes they have to up their ass. I don't, I can't consider San Francisco a huge market. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know California is what, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird. Like it's just weird how that was handled. It sucks how things have transpired. Like I know nobody could have like anticipated any of this happening the way it did, but twenty five games was insane, and then to come back oh, mid season, you know God. what I mean? And and you saw how this could have how the league the the season could have started for the Grizzlies with John Moran.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just weird. They could have, they could have upset so much other teams. Like if I'm being real, like. Minnesota would not be where they're at right now. They would have got – they would have took at least two L's by Grizzlies if they, if they had John Rat playing healthy. Or so, they would be in, like, second or, like, third. I don't know if they'd be in first because Grizzlies, whatever the fudge it is, coaching staff, John Rat, they click nice in the, in the beginning of the season. So it's like that click is not there now. Yeah, I'm just like, –
1: like, yeah, like, if the Grizzlies, yeah, had everything together in the beginning, they'd be a top-five team in the league right now. It sucks. It sucks to see, like – it sucks to see this because, like, you just don't want, like, this to be the way, like, teams don't make it into the playoffs or this or that. This was, this was a lot. Like, it's a lot for one franchise to handle in, like, one year. Like, right now they're looking for, like, the injury reserve exception. Like, you know what I mean? So they can get another – like, sign another player onto the team and shit like that. But it sucks that it's gotten to this point with uh, these guys
2: and, like, the unfortunate, like, um, turn of events for John Morant. Like, it's been a rough, like, year for him. and shit. I feel bad. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to buy a Vancouver Grizzlies uh, John Moran jersey just as the yes. uh, to support. Like, you know what I mean? Because this is... <laughs> but um, our uh, you know, our long lost cousins uh, speaking of them
1: yeah. How the how the Raptors have handled this week? That was a terrible transition. I, I I'll acknowledge that, but like how the Raptors have handled this week has been uh, not disappointing on their part. But I think the the loss
0: of the Lakers. Like, did you you heard about that game, right? Or did you watch it? Oh, God, I I was working that day, but I got a glimpse, like last like 40 seconds of the game or like 50 seconds. Like it was like, I didn't even get to watch it, but I've been heard about it and I know Twitter dragged it like no tomorrow. I, I, I don't understand. Um
1: Like, here's the thing. I'll give the Raptors the, the credit they deserve. They, to me personally, they won that game if it wasn't for the, the interference of the reps, like the, I, I heard all of the commentary from other announcers who, like, really don't give a shit about fairness when it comes to the Raptors and shit like that because they, at the end of the day, it's, like, our team. Like, we're north of the border. They don't really want to see anything, any sort of success when it comes to us because it takes away from, like, their shit. Like, you know what I mean? But that was the big, biggest robbery I have, I've seen this year. Like, I've never seen the game called that way in a very long time. Like, it's like I, listen, I have the Lakers going to the finals this year. At, like, considering how they're playing right now, I'm, I'm probably wrong. Uh, and the Celtics oh. making it on the East and shit like that. So, like, I can fairly say, like, I, I know where the Raptors are at right now. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not judging them on, like, a, like oh, they they should be like Like, I know where they're at right now. But to see the game called like that after they looked like they were going to take that shit. Bro, 23 fouls to, I believe it was two. Jesus. Isn't it- Right, is there pain in any ratio it's in a quarter one race the fourth in the fourth quarter and shit like that, and like I get it like at the end of the game, like you know I mean there's intentional fouls, but like the only reason those fouls existed was because of the position that we got ended up being in like at the end of the game, like it was we wouldn't have had to do that, so like these numbers would have looked crazy regardless of the intentional fouls or not, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you gotta think, like um, co- like shout out to our coach. Like I'ma ride out for that nigga going forward and shit like that because like that's the shit that we were missing from our team and shit like that when it came to just like yo, what, like this needs this type of shit needs to stop. Like I I know some of the things on the floor. Like I would like to see change and I've seen those changes happen. So like again, credit to the coach. But like Scotty Barnes is one of the more aggressive players that we have on our team to drive to the rim and shit like that. Like there was only two foul calls. Like there was. There was one play that I saw when I would like uh with the flagrant shit right with uh, Emmanuel quickly like he ended up getting a flagrant foul going for a basic layup but his elbow connected with a uh, reddish right fine whatever like call it flagrant on that shit it's just like what else was he supposed to fuck? it's a layup the nigga's face was right there it's not intentional you look at the film it's obviously not intentional it just, it didn't, like, it didn't make any sense. I know, like, people are going to throw the roses and that yada yada, but we've seen that type of play happen before with nothing being called. You know what I mean? So it's like, whatever. And then literally, like, moments after, um, on the sideline, when the play was, like, ending or whatever, like, uh, Anthony Davis swung his elbow and connected with Scottie Barnes. Nothing got called. Nothing was said. No flagrant, no tech, no nothing. Scottie goes to the rim, practically dunks on the guy while he's like, like the man is practically hanging off of him and shit. No foul is called. Like there was so many examples that you can watch in that fourth quarter It was just like, okay, we're fine. If you're gonna call the game like that, fine. Where's our calls? It just it, that that like I don't really care about like how many fouls they got called. Whatever. You want the Lakers to win that bad, fine. But play it the same way for us too, because a lot of that shit was happening with us and we weren't getting no calls. That's where a lot of the problems lie. You know what I I mean? Like, if you watch that entire... Like, we did everything in our... We hit every fucking shot, bro, like, around the end of the game, too. Like, Dennis Schroeder hit the dumbest three I've ever seen in my life. It went in. That was crazy. That was crazy. (laughs) It went in. The last shot we took of the game went in. The only reason we lost by one was because Pascal Siakam, like, shot, shot a three at the end of the game to go in. Like, yo, there's a couple of points in there, like, if those were missing and all of these things still happen. We'd either be tied or win. The, we would have won the game. And the thing is, to be even in that position made no fucking sense. The Lakers did not play well. And on top of that, the Raptors were beating the like they're beating their ass at everything. I was like, their defense was even there. like it was like okay, one of the few times I've seen this team really play good defense, and this is the result. And then like you know what I mean? They go up against the Clippers. They don't have Siakum. They lose to them, right? And it was only by six, so that was a great sign. We
2: end up. I forgot who we played. Who was the last team we played? Cause we played Friday, my memory's so shit. Uh, so, what did you say? I don't. What's the Golden? Yeah. Uh,
1: no, it was the Utah Utah Jazz, and
2: okay.
1: I was. It was a blowout, and that is on the Raptors.
2: <laughs> like
1: <laughs> the Utah Jazz have, like at the time, had won like ten of their last twelve, so they've been on a roll, but. The Raptors yeah. can beat that team. Like uh, we've we've yeah, seen yeah. what the Jets are about. Like it's the same team as last year. Essentially, it's <laughs> yeah. They only got crazy. one. New player.
0: Huh? They only really got new player. One new player and it's John Collins out of the team.
1: Yeah, it, it make a difference, but not enough where they're gonna be yeah. like like a threat in the West, right? Like it's a good it's a good young team though. Like there will be a problem in a couple of years, but right now they're just a solid like 50% of the like uh, regular season good team. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're a great run right now, but that could end very shortly. Yeah. Um I just the Raptors got a lot in them, but I think they they really need to start cementing uh Scotty's place right now and shit like that. Like I, I heard rumors that we're trying to trade uh Pascal right now. Uh I looked yeah. online I seen I seen a bunch of different um people like saying that shit or whatever and like I don't like our rumors. Often aren't correct. <laughs> like we've only had a few that are, so I'm not taking too much in that. But I'm not gonna lie, I did the work. <laughs> the trade that the trade that I want to see, I want to I want to trade with Atlanta. I did I I I, I did the little uh, trade machine shit, and I did Pascal Siakam for Deontay Murray and uh, Clint Capello, Right, and obviously we would throw in some other players and shit like that or whatever and whoever they are is whoever they are. But we need a big, like really fucking bad, like to help Yacom Porto. Like, cause like if he gets injured, we're fucked. Like, I know we got Col- Col- coloco, but I don't know when he's coming back. Right. And he's promising for the future. But for right now, we need a we need a big man who plays like a big man. Click Capella is one of those fucking guys.
2: Yeah. Him and Emmanuel Quickly yeah. together,
1: like him and Trey Young together are pretty good. Like, you know what I mean? But him and like Emmanuel Quickly could be pretty good for us too and shit like that. Obviously, Emmanuel Quickly is not the player Trey Young is. But but he looks like he's on his way to becoming, like, a really good scorer in this league. So, like, I'm not too worried about that. So you have two threats, one under the rim, one attacking or taking shots and shit like that. Like, that'd be a good little combo. Deontay Murray would just be a nice, like, you know, the talent discrepancy for losing Pascal Siakam could, like, manage that. You know what I mean? So it's – I'd be okay with a trade like that. And, like, it's doable because the numbers work. (laughs) Like, I'm looking at it right now. So, if you add a few players, picks, this and that, yada, yada, that'd be great. Atlanta has inquired for Pascal from what I heard uh, last summer and shit like that, too. So, like, if a trade like this could go on, like, that'd be great. I know it's probably hard right now with him being on a contract here, but I really want to, like, I really
0: want a big, Like, mm-hmm. really fucking bad. We need that really bad. And it hurt us that Lakers game. It exposed us, too, because Jacopoldo, he wasn't playing. That's what I'm saying. And it exposed the dog shit of us. but um. Uh, <laughs> I feel
1: feel like if we had two bigs, like two centers on the floor, and we know that slows shit down for us. I I know that slows shit down for us a little bit when it comes to offense, but we have, like, three guys who could really just run the, the fast break by themselves. Like, you know what I mean? And the bigs will get there when they get there and shit like that.
2: But defensively, defensively, we need that shit because nothing else is working. We can't stop
1: anybody, bro. The fucking Utah Jazz dropped one hundred and forty-five points on us. Jesus
2: Christ!
1: Like that's fucking insane, bro.
0: Inexcusable. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: Yeah, and I know y'all portal ain't playing this shit like that, but one
0: hundred and
1: forty-five points is insane. And it's like, and it's like that's ten points away from like the one hundred and thirty, like fives and thirties or whatever that have been dropped on us and like that too. That's not okay like it's like def- like it's just not fucking okay and i know like when you look at scoreboards now for the nba and shit like that they're usually pretty high i i still don't think that's okay like you know what i mean that's because a lot of teams ain't playing fucking defense like uh like we look at the golden state warriors terribly defensively they dropped 140 points on the chicago bulls but the uh, chicago bulls dropped 131 fucking points on them we're seeing a lot of teams that don't fucking play defense. Play a smidge, like a little fucking like sliver of fucking defense, bro. And we could cut these numbers down by like 10, 15 points.
0: Yeah, they put the clamps down and actually started the air cool. Like, now we're going to apply fucking pressure from fucking literally from the inbound? Then, yeah, no, that's just not sliding. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's just, I don't know. Like,
1: we need to slow things. Like, as... Like, offense, like, the like the fast race and shit like that will always be there for us because of the players that we have and shit like that. And when you add, like, a center or two on the fucking lineup, like, Scotty Barnes can finally fucking play the small forward position comfortably. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Instead of, like, power forward. Or, like, you know, even doing the fucking tip-off is insane. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's our best chance of getting the tip. Like, it's just little things like that I watch. And I'm just like, yeah, we need, we desperately need more bigs. Like like you look at l a they they, they kind of doubled up they got like christian Wood, they got yep. um anthony davis like Anthony Davis alone is great Christian Wood was holding the, he'll holding it the fuck down for Dallas last year, and I, I'm sure I think they have one other guy, I forgot whatever the fucking guy's name is or whatever but anywhere you look looking around for it with a team that can actually play some sort of defense they have a they have a good solid big right behind them
2: That's true that is true.
1: I want to see the top teams in the.
2: The top teams.
1: The Boston Celtics. Christopher Zing- uh, Pr- Apple uh, um, Milwaukee. Uh, Brooke Lopez and, uh, obviously, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Philadelphia. They got Joel Embiid. Um, you look at the West. Uh, number one. They got Rudy Gobert and Cat. Uh, they got an OKC. They have uh,
2: the the rookie. How do you say his name? On cool. uh, On OKC. Chet, yeah, Chet Holenberg or something. Oh, Chet Holmgren. Holmgren. All
1: right, I don't know why I said Holenberg. My bad. Um, <laughs> Denver. They have the one of the one of the uh, MVPs in the last two seasons. Jokic. Uh, the LA Clippers, like not amazing, but one of the more solid bigs in the league. Uh, Zubac. Sacramento. They got solid bigs, not like huge guys, but like uh, Sabonis makes up for a lot of that shit with his uh with his skill outside of his size. Like, yo, you even go down fucking New Orleans. They have Giannis Ar- Val- Val- Valanciunas. <laughs> that shit still breaks my heart. Like, they have – like, they got bigs, bro. Like, all the top teams got bigs. Indiana has fucking uh, Miles Turner. Cleveland. They got two fucking skyscrapers.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, fucking Jared, Jared Allen and fucking Evan Mobley are one almost rookie of the year, too.
1: That's what I'm saying. That, that's, that's, like- a,
0: that's, a running thing. that's a running thing in the NBA. Like, once you have that set up, developed – then your guards and you know your small forwards won't have to worry as much defensively. Uh, they don't have to feel that pressured, crashing boards, um, like offensively and defensively. You know, um, getting blocks, steals, all that shit. Like you, you don't feel as much of that pressure when you have a fucking six foot ten, seven foot one, fucking Victor Weminyana. Like on your fucking team, say okay, I'm not, I'm not really stressing, stressing like that.
1: That's what I'm saying. Anybody below them, they usually play small ball, like from these top teams that I just mentioned. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's, it's important to have bigs, and I'm, I'm not saying have bigs to compete with these niggas. Have bigs so you can actually play some fucking defense. Milwaukee is the only outlier defensively because they suck defensively. But everybody else, like, they're lucky because they have Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo to, like, you know, outscore the shit out of other teams and shit like that. And they've only lost 12 games, but that's going to catch up to them. Everybody else defensively are pretty nice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the, they're the top teams for a fucking reason. I'm just, I'm just saying, we don't have bad defensive players. We just don't have size. And, like, I know, like, a lot, we have a lot of wings or, like, a this and that, yada, yada, who are big for their size and like we have uh, a large amount of them like you know what i mean like emmanuel quickly is pretty big for a point guard um rj barrett is a a good size for a shooting guard scotty barnes is like a great size for a small forward but then you start going up in power forward you have um chris boucher who probably mostly plays the power forward sometimes the center position and shit like that that for numerous fucking analysts say it's it's a shooting guard trapped in a center's body you know how many times I almost broke my screen? Anytime I hear some stupid shit like that, I'm like, that's not what we need. We need a nigga who plays like a fucking big man. And I mm. like Chris I like Chris Boucher because like on any other scenario, he'd be an amazing piece. But if we don't have the other we don't have other bigs and shit like that, it just it it makes him it just makes him look annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way say it. Like it's just his his size is annoying as shit. But he's very talented, like offensively. You know what I mean? Yeah. Defensively use a little work i wish he bulked the fuck up but he won't um so strength is like a big factor when it comes to at least defending the post or like defending a big man who can actually play every fucking part of the floor like it's difficult but he can like he can move around laterally but it's just the strength is always gonna just
0: fucking body him so it's yeah. uh, i'm hoping he could try to put on weight because i was literally arguing with someone about this video i'm like yo you know like he has a lot of potential. He's still really young. They're like, no, he's not really young.
2: I'm like, no, he's still really young. They're like, he's thirty one. I'm like,
1: okay, yeah. <laughs> I've been wanting that nigga to put on weight for years. They niggas, I feel like he's skinnier than when he came here, bro. Somebody needs to feed that nigga, bro. That's crazy. Like, it's you know how, like, you know those like uh, African moms who like every time they see a skinny, like, you know, a skinny uh, dude coming to the house or whatever, they're like, oh my god, you're not who's not feeding you, la, la, la. You know, like all that yeah. shit, like. In a city like this in Toronto, I don't know how none of these none of these women have like fed this nigga more than he needs. And, like, I'm just I'm very ups- I'm very disappointed and like it's mm. and it's all his it's all on him. It's not it's not the women's fault. I'm not going to put that on them and shit like that. But I'm just saying like with all of I, just, I don't understand. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like when I see how big he is and he's he is really talented, bro. It's just like please like well, like sometimes I'll be like pleading when I see him. I'm just Please just just do something big. Like, you know what I mean? Play defense. So block the shit out of that nigga. You know what I mean? Like, do, just, oh, do he something.
0: Fucking, he has reach for days. He has a lot of reach for days. Like, I swear his wing span is like seven feet or some shit. Bro, it's like, like the man himself is like
1: seven feet. Like, his okay.
2: weight,
1: I was like seven, three, seven, four. Probably more. Yeah. Like, so that's what some fucking small forwards have. It's just really, really difficult to appreciate him when we don't have other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because I want to. Like, I like him. Like, he, offensively, sometimes he really puts us in positions when we're fucking slumping and shit like that. Like, he's a great pick-me-up off the bench and shit. But hey, man. Like, we just need. I just want a big man who plays like a fucking big man, bro. And click compella to me personally. Like, I like him. Like I like because he just sticks to his fucking game. He doesn't play outside of it. Every time I watch Atlanta, even when they played us, fucking beautifully sound. Like he made a decision to play defense against us, and they won. I'm pretty sure they won that fucking game. <laughs> like I-, I think we played them back to back, but like I think the second game, I don't remember. But like he started like um they made a focus on uh like he knew he was like um not doing his part like when it came to stopping Seattle this and that yada yada. And when you saw the second half, like, you saw the improvement. It's like, uh, guys like that, like, he knows the game. He plays his position. He, like, and he's defensively minded. And offensively, he can get it done when needed. Like, he's not a primary option, which makes it perfect. You just yes. need the baskets when you give it to him. That's it. Like, throw it to him in the post or on um, pick and roll, this and that, yada, yada. If he can get it, he can get it. But, like, defensively, he's fucking sound. So it'd be nice to have that. I'm not going to lie. I love, I love you portal. I'm not like even knocking him in anything. It's just like, he needs more help in the, in, on the front
0: line. Yeah, he does. I've noticed that last couple of games I did watch, uh, Raptors when he was playing before, like a little bit of his injury. Like, yeah, you could definitely tell he needs that one extra too. It would not hurt if he, if he had that. Cause then it would, I think it'd be a problem. Cause he still has like, you know, he still has his nights where he puts up his numbers.
2: Yeah. Huh?
0: And here's the thing.
1: I'm sure Pascal Siakam would love Atlanta.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ, he would love it over there.
1: It is what, honestly, like, when I went to go visit, I know this is terrible, but, like, when I went to go visit, I had a great time. It's, like, one of the few places that I've been, um, like, when I went to the States where all I saw was Black.
2: Mm.
1: Like, you know what I mean? So, it was great. Like, you know what I mean? Culturally, it's like, very, Mm. like, solid. Um, Architect like you know what I mean, just like it's it's a nice city. It's not Toronto, but it's a great city. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the women there are, you know, I don't know his his situation in that department. But like it's a lot to want if you're going to Atlanta and shit like that. And it's like, you know, they it's a lot of media attention there too, because they film a lot of shit there, like NBA TV, like NBA on TNT, all that shit is filmed there. So like you'll get that sort of attention and shit like that too, because you're right there. You know what I mean? It's just easy access type of shit. So notoriety, all of that shit get a little bit bigger. Like, DeMar DeRozan is, like, on a lot of shit now after leaving. You know what I mean? Not necessarily on San Antonio, but when he went to Chicago, got a lot of love in the States and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, if if it comes to just kind of, like, you know, big up your name and shit like that, there you go. I'm just saying we need to do something, and he is the best option right now when it comes to doing something. Trade that nigga. I salute him. I respect him. I appreciate him. He's the last nigga that we got on our team from the championship run. I love it, but I'm not living in 2019 no Mario. <laughs> I want I want to see another Larry O.B. in Toronto, bro. And I just I just want us to do the things that are necessary to make us make at least put us in position to actually fight for that shit. Because right now we're not in that position.
0: We're not in a position, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Honestly, 2024 needs to be a year where we normalize talking tree talks about Pascal Siakam. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Real
1: shit, though. Bro. Like, holy fuck. It's like niggas act like you're betraying the franchise. Like it's so snake to even say that. This is. It's like nah. Do you like the Raptors, bro, or do you like Pascal Siakam? I like the Raptors. You know what I mean. And like, I'm fond of Pascal Siakam. Like, I always. Sound, I know it sounds like I hate the nigga from how I talk. I like the. I just love the Raptors that much, bro. Yeah. Where it's like, honestly, like if we need to get rid of this to make us better. By all means, let's do that shit. I am an avid, my GM player of 2K and shit like that. Even back in the day, what was it? Um, Dynasty mode on fucking NBA Live. I just, bro, like, yo, you got to make these decisions, fam. It's hard. that There's players that you love and shit like that. You got to make that decision. Even in a fucking fictional scenario, it hurts. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Fun. But you got to do that shit to get that fucking chip, bro. You know how many championships I got for the Raptors over the years? <laughs> can't even count them. I can't even fucking count them. But, like, we've gotten so many. Like, it's just, you got to make certain decisions, fam. And I know this is reality, but this shit is going to fucking suck. It's going to hurt. I know from a side, like, this is somebody close to his fucking heart. It's a guy that I'm pretty sure he drafted. A guy that he wanted to center around the franchise. Like, all of these different things. But sometimes, something better comes along. I.E. Scotty Barnes. Where now (laughs) you can part ways. But having them both is hurting us. It's not their fault. It's not either of their fault. It's just we don't have the right things around to make that better. The only tradable person right now is that nigga, and we can get a lot fucking bad for him. So if this ever lands on my side, you jury's here. I am not in your
0: position, but do the fucking. Tra- <laughs> yeah, like, please, please, God, like it's been like a straight what two, three years I was talking about this. Like goodness
1: gracious, I like it's uh, here's the thing. Like there's a. Like, I'm not even going to say that, fuck it. But I just, like, it's...
2: I, I, don't,
1: know. I, I don't know. I feel like the universe don't want to see me right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just saying, bro. Like, holy fuck. you said it, I've said it. Like, it's... it's, 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 it's enough is enough. Like, it's, it's... I'm done with this shit. Like, I'm... And like, I appreciate everything that's been done by every Raptor that's played for us who was on that championship run and shit like that. I hated seeing Norman Powell go. I think that was one of the dumbest trades we've ever made for no fucking reason. Jonas Valanciunas. I hated that trade, but it resulted in a championship. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, it's how mad can I really fucking be? But, like, you see what he's doing now. It's exactly what we fucking need right now. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's OG Ananobi. I like Emmanuel Kukli and RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett Bar- dropped four points on the same week that um Carmelo Anthony called this nigga bland. And he like you don't know if he's if he, oh my difference God. between him dropping 24 points and four points. He dropped four points the other night. So you make decisions. Like like this is like honestly, this is all directed at Masai Jerry. Like if he makes decisions, and sometimes, like, you know what I mean? Like he makes every decision on every other nigga but that one guy. And I still to this day I still don't fucking understand. Like, when the, if the trigger was pulled on this nigga from last year, even the, se- the offseason before last year, him and Fred VanVleet, because we lost Fred VanVleet for nothing. Like, I can't even talk about a trade
2: scenario because that nigga just walked and left. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not even though, like, signing trade thing, This nigga just left. So what the fuck do you have to speak on for the last two years? Brother, this is the
1: NBA fam. Like this shit changes every year. Every, there's 29 other fucking teams making moves and shit like that. To so sit here and do nothing, and I know the trade has been made for OG, and I'm sure that was tough for Masayu Ujiri. It was tougher for us as fans
2: because when you yeah. know our
1: biggest flaw right now is defense, not necessarily offense, and we just traded away player, a player who does that so well, so well that he's recognized league wide.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's troubling to like you know what I mean. If we don't trade Pascal Siakam from now, like there is no scenario where re-signing this nigga
0: helps us. <laughs> That's I'm just saying that is facts. I was hearing rumors that he might get re-signed for a mega contract, but that I would. Happens... Oh, full, yeah, you know what? Let me shut up. I'm not gonna... I don't really...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think you're about to go off.
0: <laughs> I... I would be a uh, I I would I'm not even gonna lie, I, I would be disappointed 'cause I know the trade bait probably could have been something crazy and I would be like, you know what, like I don't I don't know if I can continue watching these games because after everything you just said, considering that a lot of these teams are running off of bigs and having good forwards and guards working alongside them defensively and offensively, it's like hey man, we had our chance. We had our window open. Like a PC for 15 years, I don't know how long, and that window is now being is about to be permanently closed. So you know, I hope that rumor is not true. I really, honest to God, from the bottom of my heart, hope that rumor is not true. But there was a one two that I was hearing speculated saying how Messiah was kind of trying to gather up something to make him ha- as happy as possible. It's like, bro, you're making him as you're making him as happy as possible, but you making him as happy as possible is not. He's not equating into, into wins and playoff runs.
1: I think the best way we need to be looking at this is the same way Indiana handled the Danny Granger to Paul George switch. Mm. I know Danny Granger got injured, and through that injury, Paul George got a lot better and that, yada, yada, or actually just became, it came into his own. Yeah. yeah. But it's, we saw the, we, a game, a glimpse in a game where uh, Pascal Siakam wasn't there. If there
2: was just a little more, a little more on our team, we would have beat the fucking Clippers. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, it's it's such an easy thing to see for especially for a general
1: manager where this is your this is your job.
0: Yeah. I was about to say like this is literally your job.
1: This is like we get to, we just watch and speculate as fans. This is your fucking job. <laughs> like, do the fucking deal find a deal that makes fucking sense that involves a big and even like a guard or, like I, we don't need another wing but like sure like by all means like it's just we need we need more when it comes to defense and if it's a defensive minded guard or big like you're not going to get a fucking star if you do kudos to you but if you don't bring another fucking big in, uh, along with that package again you're fucking up That's- it's not to fans. It's just, like this will never land on your Ujiri's ears in time, <laughs> like if it ever does. But it's just, I'm just saying, bro.
0: Holy fuck! I'm doing something's gonna be to be done soon because I don't necessarily know when Pascal Siakam's contract's done. But I know something's. I know something's cooking up right now. It's just like really, like, they're keeping it under wraps. I don't know if I saw
1: the animation during the game, so it might be 0 and 7 now. But we haven't beaten Kawhi since the trade. Jesus For Christ. Masai, that should be a pride thing. That should be. That should be a pride thing, because as a fan, it don't hurt me too much. We want that nigga. I like the nigga, so I'm like, I'm not like broken hearted. The fact that we've never won is a little alarming.
2: <laughs> but,
1: but as a general manager, that that should be all the, like that should be a lot of motivation. We only face these niggas like two times a year. So like that should be something where like like it's our pride thing, like, no, we gotta beat this nigga. Like this nigga left us. Like we gotta fucking make sure every single time we see this nigga, it's on
2: Uh site. That's not the vibes, yo. (laughs) End up getting twenty by half, like. It's rough. It's rough. Thanks for real. And the Raptors are in twelfth place right now. We're fifteen and
1: twenty-four. Like we can again, we could easily get up to the tenth spot in like a game or two. But breaking into that like the the sixth spot, which is like the Knicks are twenty-three and sixteen. We literally have the opposite record. Holy
2: fuck.
1: Like maybe like yeah, like just we have more losses than they do wins, which is not great. But um, yeah, we're right there when it comes to like the the next two spots and shit like that. It's just it's gonna. It might be it's our best bet is probably like the playing tournament. But if we can we can make a trade right now, rally some wins, start actually playing defense, we can fight to get to that six. New York Knicks have been playing really well, so that might be a little difficult. But like a lot of those teams from six to honestly from six to three. That's interchangeable. So one of those teams start playing bad and injury, this or that, yada, yada. There might be a slot that's open. And that's you. That's also hoping that the fucking Nets, Chicago Bulls, Orlando Magic, and the Miami Heat don't figure it out in time.
0: Yeah, Miami Heat's dealing with Jimmy Butler's injury, so that's going to be rough for them for
2: the most part, but yeah. Yeah. And the Atlanta Hawks. But that's why I wanted to do this to it. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind Pascal going to Miami, and then in in uh in our favor, we we get Bam and a bio, and maybe like a Tyler Hero. That'd be that'd be that'd be cool with that.
1: It would. Like, yeah, I would be cool with that too. I I just don't know if Ty Riley would be.
0: So.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. Uh, nah. yeah. When you say it like that, yeah, I don't. I don't.
1: I don't. He. <laughs> I, I don't. Ty Riley. I don't think he's gonna play those games with Masai. To be honest, but. Like you uh, can take back Kyle Lowry, but no, nah, not them too. Uh, you... <laughs> honestly, I am willing to take back Kyle Lowry if it means like getting a BAM. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not tripping. And honestly, like, Kyle might be good for us right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Especially as a backup point guard and shit like that. That might be good for us. So, like, maybe not Tyler Hero, but like a BAM Kyle Lowry, maybe like another one two type thing for Pascal and uh, another guy on our team. And... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that could be some. But there's there's trades to be made from like these teams that are not in like the top six of each conference or like that, where we could probably get a center off of them, because I'm sure they would rather have Pascal Siakam, like you know what I mean. So and right now we got we got Scotty and Pascal who essentially do the same things. Pascal, sorry, but Scotty does just a little bit more, and his trajectory is a lot higher. And Pascal is not in the age range where you could be like, well, he's only going to get better. I think this is his game.
2: And this is probably where it's going to be at. But for a lot of other teams, they don't even have a player like Pascal. We got two of these, niggas. You know what I mean? So I'm just we gotta use, we gotta use the trade bait while it's hot right now. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Anything else you want to talk about? Because honestly, the Raptors, the Raptors got me out of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I, I found this. Take it away, yes, sir. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Jurassic Pod Weekly Wrap Up.
0: It's your boy John. It's your boy Abby. a bless.
2: Week peace. Peace.